In episode 58 of Into the Unknown, Yushuan and I discuss building a community and what that means in terms of fostering it, how to look for it, and overall just making sure that you're going through life with people that you enjoy spending time with, that have a shared vision and a shared passion. So all that and more in this episode of Into the Unknown. Welcome to the Into the Unknown podcast, the show that dives into all things fitness, politics, mindset, current affairs, sports, and everything in between. With a generous sprinkling of humor, at least on my part, and pop culture, I'm Connor Campbell. And I'm Yushan Sue. So without further ado, plug in, sit back, and enjoy being taken into the unknown. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Into the Unknown. This is weird. We've not we've not done one of these in a while, Connor. We haven't done one of these in a while, and the last one that we did, we were actually in person. Uh, I'm obviously we were sat in, in that room behind me, in person. We were and indeed. Do you know what the reason we've not done one of these in a while, other than the fact that we've both been very busy, uh, you've been away and you've been doing some pretty cool stuff. And I, I, guys, when you, if you're listening, I, I told Connor that I'm just going to spring a topic up on him and bash out a quick one, <laughs> which Connor nice. likes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you've been following Connor's Instagram, uh, Stoic Strength Systems, his business Instagram, and seeing what he's been up to, he's been up to some pretty cool stuff uh, out in Tenerife. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what you've been up to? Absolutely. So we came up with the idea a few years back about running a weightlifting camp for some of the weightlifters that we train. And because of COVID, it was a little bit logistically difficult, not just in terms of travel, but just in terms of, you know, people's jobs and studying and and sort of the uncertainty of booking holidays and that sort of thing. So um, back in 20. 18 2019 I went to a training camp in Poland with a couple of my good friends and uh, I just got a really good taste of what it was like to train as a weightlifter and for that to be basically your job so we wanted to replicate that with the Stoke Strength team and so we decided to um, do something similar but over in Tenerife I got contacted by a guy who runs a training camp over there. Um, and so, yeah, we took out uh, 14 of our weightlifters. Uh, it was myself and George that ran the camp. We did about 10 sessions over the seven days that we were there. Um, for three of those days, we did double days, which was great fun. Um, it's always nice to come in and train in the morning and then go get coffee, have a nap, chill by the pool. Um, walk into the local town and get more coffee and then come back in the afternoon and do some more training. Um, and it was great. We, it wasn't just about training. It was also about trying to bring our team a little bit closer together. Obviously I'm aware there was only 14 of them, but you know, 14 is still better than four. Um, and four is still better than none. So we managed to get 14. That's some good maths. It's very good maths. I know <laughs> that's one of my strong suits actually. So if you want maths tutoring them, hit me up as well um actually don't, 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 don't do that, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um 
yeah so we also ran some seminars we did a seminar on mental preparation um so sort of how to get through ruts in training um how to prepare yourself before big lifts or competitions or hard training sessions uh, and that sort of thing and then the second one was basically how the process that i go through when i look at something i call it the three c's which is cues uh corrections and constraints so cues would be something like you know for weightlifting it might be something like use your legs something really simple but it doesn't really have a lot of meaning outside of the context that that athlete might understand what you're saying so then the correction would be okay well let me show you how to use the legs or give you an exercise and then the constraint is something that forces them to use their legs in the position that the that we want them to use them in so it was a really good insight into like the way that I think. And uh, honestly, I didn't think that they would enjoy the seminars as much as they did, but everyone said that those were probably one of their favorite parts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a great, it was a great camp. We got some good footage. We haven't put a post out just yet. Apologies for that. We're a little bit slow. I'm still recovering, honestly, because um, we were training three hours a day. Well, the guy, the guys where we weren't, um, and I was also training myself plus putting on these seminars and also doing work. So I'm a li- I'm still a little bit tired, but we, um, we had an absolutely blast. Like it was a blast. I cannot wait for next year. Uh, and we're also potentially, I know that I'm not supposed to say this and I spoke to George about this a couple of days ago. We're also looking at potentially doing a weightlifting one, obviously, as well as something along the lines of. Uh, like a retreat that we could do for some of our other athletes where I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> uh, and obviously it will be a little in. bit more difficult because the programs that people will follow will be entirely different depending on the, the context of their sport. Um, but we thought it would be nice just to do the same thing. And then we can just coach people within that session doing their own thing. Uh, we can get to meet the other people in the community. We can do seminars that are less less tailored towards weightlifting and more tailored towards just general training in general, how to look after your body, potentially looking at bringing like a nutritionist or a, or a physiotherapy there as well. So it would be a little bit more well-rounded rather than it just being about Olympic weightlifting. And I think that's something that we're consciously aware that obviously the vast majority of our client base are weightlifters. um, And it's not lost on me that, I'm aware that when we post content, a lot of it is weightlifting. Um, and so we are trying to make steps towards making sure that the the general population, all the athletes, i.e. you and Elsa and Oscar and so on and so forth, um, are also tailored to as well. So, yeah, it was great. It was great. Amazing. It looked incredible, man. And it looked like, honestly, the whole week just looked amazing on Instagram. And, yeah. you know, I... I um, what so that kind of links in real well with what I wanted to talk about a little bit today in this episode, which is you know, when you first started Stoic Trend Systems, when you first started your business, uh, you know, it was it was online programming and coaching, mm-hmm. it was sort of tailored one-on-one with clients, that sort of thing, a sort of holistic approach. And then it kind of evolved into and I think I spoke about this with you when you were last year, like how much, uh, you know, if you realize how much your business and your brand has evolved to kind of, uh, you know, even, even things like when you first started out, you had three clients and 
two of them were family members. And now you've got however many across different countries. You've got multiple coaches across different sports and different disciplines. But what really like struck me was, you know, the community that you've created within that. And I think something like the weightlifting camp that you just hosted in Tenerife, where you guys all kind of came together and trained together and did stuff together. And like I say, like had seminars and, you know, all of those things together for a week that very much exemplifies what I'm trying to get at, at sort of creating this community. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today. I think you used that word oh. community a couple of times as well when you were kind of describing the, the week in Tenerife and the, and the training mm-hmm. camp and it shows, you know, how, how important that is and how much of a value that is for, for you and your, your brand or your business and whatever. But yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit, you know, about sort of creating a community and the importance of having a community uh, maybe in say like a, like a training and, and fitness um context or also you know within sports and then generally like in in life you know yeah i i I think um i think i know where you're going with this uh this is a good topic i think because i've known the community um in person as well as i have remotely and so i think it will be interesting to talk about that aspect first that Ultimately, I do firmly believe that having a community that is able to touch base in person, uh, whether it be every week or every couple of weeks or once a month, I do feel like the um, the environment or the product of your environment tends to be a bit more concentrated is probably the best word. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that an online community doesn't work because it quite obviously does, you know, with, with the community that we've built. Um, but I've known both. And I definitely do believe that when I'm back in the UK, uh, we, the community that we have built prior to me coming out here and that we continue to build is still very strong. And I see that when I come back to the UK where everyone comes to the training sessions that I organize um, because they, they care and they enjoy being around each other. And I think obviously it it does. It's, it's, I'm very thankful for people continuing to support me and support this community whilst I'm over in the U S and obviously, like you mentioned, it is growing. It's no longer just in the UK. You know, we have, um, someone in Denmark we have a few people in the US um I know Ireland isn't that far away but someone in Ireland a couple of people in France feels miles away (laughs) it feels miles away someone in Sweden um you know so it's like it's someone in Australia as well so it's slowly growing um and I think this is where I want to talk about kind of the the online community that when we were working together at King's the community was pretty much non-existent the community was you and i and then it was Mm. me and elsa and then it was myself and daisy so it was kind of individual communities ah no i was friends with daisy you were friends with daisy and (laughs) and elsa actually yeah you were 
Um, I mean, you would you were probably one of the only ones that would come in like 20 minutes early just to chat to Daisy whilst I was <laughs> trading her. Just um, like friends. And then we would go and get food after. So you'd basically you'd basically be my assistant. Like you would be my assistant coach. Unpaid. Um, and if you ever mention dogs around Daisy, you better buckle up because <laughs> she loves she loves a lot of things, but there are a few things that she could talk about for hours and hours and hours. And one of them is dogs. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, so at Kings, like the, for me, that was what was kind of missing was the community feel between the athletes that I had and this kind of shared sense of belonging, which in my mind that that is what a community is about is a shared sense of belonging and a shared vision towards something which doesn't necessarily have to be exactly the same thing i.e not everybody can and will make it to an olympic games and also mm. that's not everyone's vision but most people's vision within the stoic strength community is to be better than they were yesterday and to better themselves to put themselves in a position where they have purpose and they're able to they're able to share that success with others and they don't just feel like it's wasted you know like um and i think that for me is probably one of the most important things is we've built this community where everyone feels passionate about something um yeah. they have a shared vision towards bettering themselves or potentially doing something that provides their life with more value i.e training or if you if your job is sport then obviously providing for yourself or for your family or for your future family um and making yourself proud uh and also i think just like trust is is a big thing that obviously we have the shared trust in myself and George and Oscar, where people trust us that we are, we're not going to do something that will, well, obviously potentially injure you, obviously not. Um, but we're not going to do something that we don't think is right for you. Like we want to make sure that what we're doing with you, you trust us. We have your best interests at heart and so on and so forth. Um, and the difficulty with that remotely is, I'm still talking to everyone individually, but we Instagram is a great place for it. The Tenerife camp is a great place for it. Um, we also have Discord, which we're setting up again. Um, we, we already have Discord, but I've been a bit mm. quiet on it for recent months just because I've been also building a website and studying for this course. But that's one of the things that we're trying to do is foster this community so that we can share successes, share stories, um, and I'm very fortunate that that so many people choose to trust and support me because although I believe a community, if it has vision and passion, that's great. But ultimately, I think most communities need to have somebody to either lead or to guide that community. Um and I know that we've spoken about this before that we have kind of like tribes, tribesmen or tribes people, mm. if you want to be politically correct, um, <laughs> you know, and like, I don't want to call myself a leader, but considering that this is my business, like I'm the guardian of the business. Yeah, so you can't hold it together. 
Yeah. And so everyone sort of looks to you as an individual of the brand that I'm representing them and they're representing me. Um, And that kind of goes back to one of my weightlifters, actually, I'm going to mention him. I don't even know if he listens to this podcast, but Fernando, um, Fernando. he he said to me a couple months ago, uh, I can't remember what we were doing. I think I was doing his review or something uh, remotely on, on, on the app that we use true coach. And he said that um, your vibe attracts your tribe. And I don't think I'd actually ever heard that saying before. And I don't even know where it comes from. Um, do, you, do you know that saying? You have heard that saying before because I said it to you. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> so you said it and also so did Fernando. Do you remember think... what you said to me? No. That's stupid, bro. I, th- I think I did say that. I hate quotes like these. When, when was that? That, that would have been a few years ago, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It would have been like two two yeah, years I've, ago, maybe. I've matured now. I've matured now. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I think when you said that, I didn't really realize what that meant. And since we've started this podcast, since we've started Stoke Strength Systems, I firmly believe that you are a product of your environment. Um. And I think that you are the sum of the five closest people that you have around you. And I know that I've said that a couple of times during this podcast. That is one of the reasons why I will always continue to make sure that we remain friends. Because although we are very good friends, you you add, without you even probably realizing since we met, you add a lot of value and you kind of give me this me seeing you being successful makes me want to be more successful. And so like, not, not in a jealousy way, in terms of like a motivational way, in terms of yeah. like, if you're doing well and I see you working hard, I'm like, well, if he's working hard, then I can do the same thing. And I'm, I, hope, I hope that as a result, that means that you're looking at me and going, oh, that's awesome. Like if he's Absolutely. working hard, yeah. then I can work hard too. Um. No, I appreciate that. And yeah, definitely goes both ways. Like watching, just watching, even watching Stoic Strength Systems, watching that grow um, and the work you put. Because I know how much work you put into it and how much sort of deliberation it takes and then putting that into action. And I feel like I'm kind of there every step of the way with you kind of go like, is this a good idea? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. But like, watching how much that has grown and developed over time is, is genuinely like motivational. It's quite inspiring. Like, because watching it sort of grow into what it is organically, you know, like to be honest with you, like I didn't think it would be this big. Like I I thought it was a great idea, but I had no idea that it was going to become what it is. And that just kind of motivates me to, you know, like you say, like keep, plugging away at what I'm doing and and hopefully you know share the same successes um and you mentioned something that I wanted to pick up on about sort of having within a community like having the shared shared drive or the shared goal within the people um and I think that's so important like in my own experiences like I think I've found big differences um between when I'm in an environment with you know with my training and my competition when i'm in a place where i 
have people around me who are, to be honest, who are better than me at riding and, and competing at a higher level, um, but also there to support me, being in that environment and feel like, you know, I'm being pushed to everyone's working hard. We're pushing each other mm-hmm. and we're all trying to get out there and support each other and then get the best results we can. Being in that environment versus being in an environment where I don't have that, where I'm a little bit on my own or I'm around people who might be a little bit complacent or, or not even complacent, but like people who aren't better than me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or don't have the same, don't share the same level of drive or ambition as I do. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's a massive difference. I've, I've experienced big differences between the two, like I've been in both. Um, was that your intention from the beginning to kind of set up with the business, with the brand, set up this community where everyone, you know, everyone supports each other and everyone is 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 there for each other and, and together in this, like you say, the same shared goal or same shared vision. Was that what you, was that your vision, you know, when you first um, started? No, it wasn't actually. Um, and I don't think, like to be completely honest with you i'd be lying if i said yes it was always the intention but it it wasn't something that i considered you know it was it wasn't something that i'd i'd thought about deeply and thought you know we are not just creating a space where we coach people we're creating a space where where once people come to get coaching they join a community where they can get in touch with you know, people who live in the UK who do law or they're a doctor or they're a dentist or, you know, whatever reason. And so like this kind of level of community goes outside of us just having a shared passion and vision for enjoy or not just enjoying, but absolutely loving what we do. Um, But also trying to be better than than we were yesterday. Um, Definitely wasn't my vision. Uh, Now it is. I think for me, the pivotal moment that I noticed that what this could be versus what I wanted it to be initially, which was just a coaching service, because it still is a coaching service at its core, right? We coach people remotely and in person, and we do that from all over the world. Uh, And that's, you know, that, that is the core aspect of the business. But as, as I've matured, as the business has matured, I've realized that the way that we coach people and the way that we do things, it, it's, it's mirrored by my philosophies and my values as a coach and as a person. And one of the things that I've always valued is friends, family, and having a shared a shared connection towards something that's something that comes from from rugby something that comes from playing team sports and something that you really do miss when you compete in an individual sport mm. um and it's more the more weightlifters that i've coached the more i realize that this is something that's so not even just weightlifters but individual athletes so you and elsa like you're in the gym training by yourself and although you might be training with others at the same time they're not necessarily part of your team as in their performance won't affect your performance whereas if you train together in a team as a rugby team in the gym and you see someone slacking off and you say 
you know, if you don't pull your weight, this team might not win. That's like that shared uh, responsibility. And, um, and I think that that's for me is, has been the, it's now the most important thing is making sure that the people that we train share our philosophies and our values and they're able to fit into our community. And, and it just shows like, you know, we have people from all over the world. We have people from different walks of life, different religions, um, different ethnicities, like different socioeconomic backgrounds. And another thing that I wanted to touch point on as well is, in my opinion, we're not expensive. And I know that some people might disagree, but I don't think we are. Um, yeah. The reason we aren't super expensive is because I want to make sure that the barrier to entry for getting good coaching and joining a community is not dictated by the cost. Obviously, there is a cost because we have to keep a roof over our head and I have to keep buying these nice candles that smell like lavender. But, um, you know, <laughs> it's like outside of that, like to be completely honest with you, I made a hundred pound profit from the Tenerife trip. Hmm. And we, the, the Tenerife trip cost about 10,000 pounds. Yeah. Like I didn't make a, I made a hundred pound from that pretty much. Yeah. And like, if I really wanted to make money, I could have quite easily charged everyone an extra 200 pounds, but I didn't because I don't care about, it's not about making the money that I care about. It's about the people who have supported me for the last two to three years of running this business and continue to support me have now chosen to support me again doing this mm. weightlifting camp. Like, I don't just want to take that for granted because that the community for me is the most important part. If I, if we lose that, then we lose what Stoke Strength is now about. Yeah. You know, yeah. whereas before, I wouldn't have been bothered about that. Whereas now, that is the most important aspect for me is making yeah. sure that we have a shared sense of, a shared sense of passion, a shared sense of um, of vision, and 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 our values are the same. Um, yeah, you know. So I th I definitely I think I answered your question in a roundabout way, but um, yeah, no, that was that's brilliant. And I think I think as well that, like you say, you don't make any money off it, and I, it was clear to me that that wasn't what it was about. Like it looked even from an outside perspective. It looked like a, you know, like a celebration almost of of stoic strength systems, a yeah. celebration of sort of the community that you've created and people within that coming together. Obviously, me being an integral part of that, I wasn't there. So uh, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I see the same like being in a team sport that becomes very, like you say, it's very clear that you know you're in a team that team needs to have the same same motivation same sort of level of drive and ambition and that sort of thing in order for you to do well i think that in individual sports like in my experience like i'm starting to appreciate a lot more that i am in a team um i'm not just talking about like team competitions where yeah. you know there's four of us out there but i'm talking about the whole 
sort of ecosystem around me that enables me to do what I do and and do yeah. it and and hopefully do it well. Like my job actually is just a really small part of that. Like I sit on the horse and hope for the best. But um, you know, the 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 whole team around me contributes to that contributes to those couple of minutes each time out there competing. And that's people like my SNC coach, i.e. Connor Campbell, i.e. Stoic Strength Systems. Um, uh, you know, our physios, our vets, our farriers, our yeah. coaches and trainers and all of those things. And obviously the horses being in the center of all of that. But, you know, I think it goes to show whether you're in a team sport or you're in an individual sport, it, it's always important and necessary, I think, to have a strong kind of support team around you or, or just people around you. Like, you know, we say having that tribe around you that is there for you, that supports you, that pushes you the direction you want to go to, that encourages you to do the things you want to do or be the person you want to be and so on and so forth. And I think that extends as well outside of, of sports i know I, I like i focus a lot on sort of sports and things like that because yeah that's now my job and that's the only thing i know how to talk about but i think in life as well and you know you um through running a business um mm -hmm. but also just for general mental and psychological and physical well-being like having those people around you that you can call your people call your yeah, community absolutely um and having people that will support you and people that will be there for you and and bring things to the table that that will that contributes to you being who you are and being the best version of you know who and what you want to be yeah i i agree with you and i think the hard thing is is finding that and and, and trying mm. to figure out how you can find that and um you know like 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 i just mentioned you asked me a question, was it always the idea that Stoic Strength Systems would become a community? And it, it, it wasn't. Now that's the most important thing, as I, as I just mentioned. But mm. how we found that, I think, to be quite honest with you, I will always give credit to you guys, because if it weren't for you guys supporting me and, and making me look good, essentially... Um, I don't think bro. I don't think that um <laughs> I don't think that we would be Blasted. where we are you know um and so I think we how we found that is a natural evolution that we were all moving towards the same goal we were all mm. aiming for being better than we were last year um yeah. being stronger than we were last year going through some of the battles that people have gone through mentally, you know, like one of the conversations that we had in the seminar was after I tore my ACL, which is something that we spoke about overcoming adversity in the podcast a couple of weeks ago was like, I don't think people understand that it's not just about the training. It's about if you get injured, you're not, you're not on your own. Like mm. it got, it's extends outside of the training, you know, linking up for coffee, linking up for food, 
wishing each other happy birthday, you know, checking in on each other now and again, every now and again, like this community is not just about, yes, we're a bunch of weightlifters or a bunch of S&C athletes and we're all working towards being really, really good. Like, well, yeah, that's great. But we're also just trying to be better humans. We're, we're trying to be good dads. We're trying to be good mums. We're trying to be good brothers and husbands and boyfriends as well as just trying to be a good teammate or a good person and be kind to people and, and, you know, not be, not just be in your own selfish bubble. Mm. Um, And I think that's, that's come across. Uh, We, yeah. um, Yeah. I think that that kind of hundred percent. Yeah. I I think, yeah, I, I think as we kind of, grow older and wiser um it it becomes more of a value i think i think we you and i both share that and because i can say as well like sort of six years ago even three years ago or three or two years ago i was very much sort of focused on myself and i not that's not necessarily a bad thing but focused on myself in the sense that like I was, my priority was, you know, doing all the things that I wanted to do. Um, And along the way, not truly sort of appreciating and understanding the importance and the value of having that community around me, Um, whether that's through my team and, and my close friends and my family, like how much they contribute to actually me being able to one do what i'm doing to that level but also me being able to to be me and be yeah sort of happy and be myself so i think do what you got to do but don't forget your community and don't forget the importance of having those people around you yeah i would say if there is anyone listening to this who currently doesn't have doesn't isn't surrounded by a community or doesn't feel like they're part of a community I would say a couple things that might help you first and foremost is as we just mentioned, your vibes attract your tribes. So what I'm saying in that is just be yourself. Don't try and Mm. be someone that you're not because otherwise it will attract someone that you don't want to hang out with. So (laughs) be your authentic (laughs) self. That's Um, so true though. (laughs) Because it's so, it's so important that, okay, you like to go and drink right? You might meet a group of friends that go and party every week, but if that's not you, don't try and pretend like it's you. You know, like if you don't like doing that, then be yourself. The second thing would be try and figure out what your passions, your interests, your hobbies are. It doesn't have to be sport. It doesn't have to be fitness. It could be anything. It could be sewing for all, for all that we care. Like it doesn't matter Riveting. what, you know, it could be anything. It could be playing video games, like one of the biggest things when I was playing video games, what kept me coming back was when I was playing World of Warcraft when I was a teenager, we, I had a guild. Like, I know that sounds super nerdy to some people, but I don't care. Like so to, for some people, like their community is the fact that these guys, that they're, guys and girls that they're playing with, they meet up at the same time every day or every week. They do raids together. They do dungeons together. They <laughs> talk together all the time. Yeah. And also they enjoy the same thing. So Mm. who am I to tell someone that that's not cool? Because it doesn't matter if it's cool or not. They enjoy it and it's their community. So who gives a fuck 
like just let them get on with it and let them enjoy it yeah it doesn't yeah. matter um so yeah i would say yeah i, I would say those probably two of the two of the most important things the third one which actually i was brought onto by two of my friends we we obviously had carry on a couple of months ago talking about kind of solo traveling and stuff like that is don't be afraid to go out into the world if there's no one else by your side. Yeah. You don't always have to be with the people that you think you should be with. 100%. Um, 100%. Solo traveling, you know, go and join a new club. Even if, it's, even if it takes weeks to meet anybody, putting yourself out into the world, even if it, is, it does seem scary, if it's scary, you're probably also going to put your barriers down. And so that's mm. going to open up new conversations, new friends, new connections. Um, and you might actually find some of your closest friends, you know? Um, so yeah, as that would be kind of my parting words. Uh, Those are some, some words of wisdom. It's a lot easier for me to say, cause obviously I'm not, I'm not as introverted as, as others, but if, you know, if it does, if it, if it does make it any easier then online, communities are a massive thing nowadays yeah you know, and i would say you know, know go to like you say through the gaming or online like go, look look at the places where you're passionate absolutely about, you know where you spend things. the most time yeah yeah where you're passionate you're spending time there and the people around you have the same passion and find that you know you've already got the starting point of something in common and then through that you know you get to know them like you say, as people and not just as other people yeah. do those those things. You get to know them as individuals and then you create relationships, you create bonds and, and through that, create that community of of support and trust and, and having those shared shared goals and shared motivations. So yeah, hope that Absolutely. hope that that hope you find your community, guys. Absolutely. And, uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And um we've got some uh i've got some interesting ones coming up soon we've actually got a guest on this will be for you guys the guest will come on next week for us the guest is coming on in four minutes <laughs> uh, so yeah we, we've got we've got some well i know we've had a bit of a break but we're back we yes we are back and we will finish strong towards the latter half of this year um we do have a lot of things going on both of us on both sides. Um, but we're excited to bring you some some more content. And uh, if you are enjoying it, please reach out. We really appreciate the, the messages that we've got for the last couple. I still keep getting messages from the You Are Enough podcast, um, which seems to have struck. The algorithm's doing bits. like With a lot of people. I don't know how it's, it's still out there. Because that was our keep, least structured Keep going. Episode. Keep doing it. Um, the mental prep episode is going well. Actually, the last four podcasts that we've put out have have been going fantastically. So, guys, if you keep crushing it, um, we'll, then keep we'll keep crushing it. We'll keep crushing it. Um, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Into the Unknown. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us Into the Unknown. Uh, if you want to connect with us and get in touch, you can find out more about me at Stoke Strength Systems on Instagram and Connor Lift Stuff for my business page. And you can find me at, at usual.su.eventing on Instagram 
Yushan Sue Eventing on Facebook and SueYushanEventing.com. And if you want to get a bit more engaged uh, with our community and you liked this episode, please like and subscribe. Uh, follow on the on, on Spotify. And we'd also love to hear your thoughts on this episode's topics. So please drop them in the comments. Catch you next week.